Good day, my name is Charles Ferry and I'm a Senior Legal Advisor for Consumer Protection and Poppy at CSAT Gebega. Good day, my name is Yolandi Iverson and I'm a Legal Advisor for Labour, Consumer Protection and Poppy at CSAT Gebega, Port Elizabeth. Today we'll be discussing the importance of Section 56 of the Consumer Protection Act. When is it applicable and when does one lose your right to sort relief therein? This focusing more specifically on the motor industry. As per Section 56 of the Consumer Protection Act of 2011, or the CPA as it's commonly abbreviated, a consumer as defined in the Act has the right to a refund, repair or replacement of goods. But this is only up to a certain point. This right may only be exercised within six months of the date of the transaction and if the goods are of inferior quality, unsafe or defective. But Shaul, what can a consumer do if the vehicle does get damaged or breaks down within six months of the after purchase? Well, Yolandi, in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, a consumer's first step in resolution is to attempt to resolve the matter internally. This may be done by approaching the supplier and informing them of the breakdown. In the event of requesting repair or refund, the goods must be returned in the same condition. Should the supplier deny any responsibility, the consumer may then follow the route as per Section 70 of the Consumer Protection Act. That's great, Shaul. But can you tell me what is the route to follow in accordance with Section 70 of the Act? Well, Yolandi, that is referring the matter to the Motor Industry Ombudsman, or MIOSA, as it's also called. But Yolandi, you sometimes get consumers who are not aware what the right procedure is. And have the vehicles repaired at an outside supplier or technician or repair workshop that's not affiliated with the original supplier. And then claim reimbursements from the supplier where they purchased the vehicle without informing them of this repair. Is this allowed? That's a good question, Shaul. In the event of the consumer opting to take the vehicle for repairs to a third party and then approaching the original supplier for reimbursement, the original supplier can reject this claim or, or refuse to pay it. This is because the original supplier was not afforded the opportunity to inspect the vehicle or the alleged defect. The consumer loses its right to claim damages in terms of Section 56. This was confirmed by the National Consumer Tribunal in Hennig versus South Cape Auto trading as Hyundai. Yes, I remember that case law. The presiding member also stated that the failure to provide the respondent with the opportunity during the first six months of purchase to rectify any alleged defects in the goods purchased or to consider refunding the goods on return by the applicant amounted to the forfeiting of relief in terms of Section 56 of the CPA. And for this specific reason, it is necessary for a supplier to always be in possession of a complaints policy that clearly sets out the aforementioned how to deal with complaints from consumers. But is there not a situation where Section 56 will still be applicable even though the consumer did have the vehicle repaired by an outside party? That is correct, Yolande. If the consumer does inform the supplier of the alleged defects, and the supplier refuses to repair or cooperate with the consumer, and the consumer continues to have the vehicle repaired by another, the consumer might claim reimbursement from the original supplier. In Funk versus Velocrest Motors, the supplier informed of the defects, and the supplier failed to respond and informed the complainant that he is welcome to go the legal route. The complainant then had the vehicle repaired by an, an outside party and claimed the loss from the supplier. 
the National Consumer Tribunal, the NCT, held that the supplier Willowcrest Motors' refusal to repair was a total disregard of the consumer's rights and thus ordered them to refund the complainant for the total cost of the repairs done by the other party. So it can be concluded by the Fong case that for a supplier to refuse to inspect, cooperate, or make an attempt to find a solution with the consumer, they actually act contrary to the purpose of the Consumer Act. In doing so, they put themselves at risk or open themselves up for penalties. And this penalty can be an administrative fine that goes up to 10% of the annual turnover. This in accordance with Section 112 of the Consumer Act. That was very insightful. Thank you, Sean. You're welcome, Yolani. That is all we have time for today. But should any of our clients need more information or specific assistance, they can contact the nearest CSO office.